Welcome to Recall Radio Podcast. Fresno County Recall volunteers are speaking out about what's really happening in our beautiful state of California. Many of us know there is a recall taking place to remove Governor Newsom. Fresno County volunteers are committing themselves once again to speak truth of why we are involved, share our experience, empower our community, and tell you what's really happening to our state. Today I have an update. Um, welcome to Holly and Lily show. So Gavin Newsom went ahead and sued his Secretary of State because the ballot featured no party preference on it. So that's kind of wacky if you ask me. Um, but anyway, that's one of the updates that's happened recently. And the second thing is he also, I'm going to read from the, the AP. This is what happened, what he did. Um, California Republicans accused Democrats of acting unfairly Monday as state lawmakers passed a bill aimed at moving up Democratic Governor Newsom's recall date. Okay. Kevin Kiley said the conclusion is inescapable that Gavin Newsom is cheating in the recall and this legislator is his willing accomplice. By the way, Kevin Kiley, Assemblyman Kevin Kiley is running against Gavin Newsom or he's considering running. I'm not quite sure at this moment, I can't make that announcement, but he's considering running. So the proposal now headed to Newsom's desk would allow the recall to proceed at least 30 days earlier than under existing state law. So Democrats hope to take advantage of what they view as favorable conditions for, the news, for Newsom as the state moves on from the worst days of the pandemic and related restrictions. So Assemblyman Phil Ting says this will ensure that the recall election happens as soon as possible and said that something the recall supporters should want. Well, recall supporters have said um, this is the second time Democrats are changing the rules in hopes of helping their own. Four years ago, they added new steps to the recall process as a state senator faced removal vote. At the time, they hoped to slow things down so the vote would align with the next primary. The changes gave voters who signed the recall petition 30 business days to remove their signatures and set a process for the state finance officials and lawmakers to estimate and review the election cost. So Democrats' proposal would essentially bypass the legislative review process as long as a lawmaker set aside money for counties to pay for the cost of the election. So this kind of is like cheating. I don't know if what you guys think, but whatever. Yeah. Got, it's it's it, Don't you think, Holly, this is kind of typical with Newsom? I mean, of are course. we going to be seeing more of this as the days go on? Probably oh, I think so. He's going to be pulling up to all it. the tricks out of the bag. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's, that's that's where we are with my so update today. All right. Yeah. So what do you think about that, Holly? Well, I think it's crazy, but I do, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, we all kind of know he's going to be pulling out any strings he can. Yeah. Manipulating the election. Yeah, that's right. Pretty and much. Yes. Yes. And I'm hopeful. I'm still hopeful. I will be hopeful and I'm not giving up. How about yep. that? I agree. All right. Welcome. And thank you for listening. We're your hosts, Holly and Lily. And with us today is one of our volunteers. She's a working single mother who made time to support the recall. That's for sure. She has been a resident of San Joaquin Valley for over 30 years. She comes from a small working farming family, and she's here to talk to us about what's going on in California with our water. Please help me welcome Emmy to the show. 
Hi, how are you? Good. So thank you for coming on. This is great. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. Um, you were awesome when you worked with us in the recall. It was fantastic to have you on the ground and we appreciate all your efforts. Yeah. Being a hardworking mom, I know you had your hands full with your, you know, in regards to the whole COVID and the lockdowns, how kids couldn't go to school. So that's one of the things I wanted to say about many of the volunteers that we had. They were working moms and they also had children that were in school and they were juggling many things like they were juggling their family, they were juggling their parents, but they still yeah. came out and they committed time. And Emmy is one of those stellar people. Yes, so she thank is. you again. Thank you guys. Well, would you like to talk to us? I know you, you I, I drove out here today and it was a beautiful drive to your, your, your farm. And would you like to talk to us a little bit? I know your family's been in, in the business for years and I, you might have a little bit of an edge in filling us in on water here in California. Well, you know, there's a saying, you know, it's funny because I, you know, I was watching uh, something that I think was a intro that Bill Maher had put out and he's just going after ag and he's like, California accounts for 80% of our water use. Bill Maher. Right. Okay. So what was this like a, the myths of water. I'd like to hear your, your, your rebuttal to them. Well, first I want to tell you, uh, Mark Twain once said he made popular a, a saying again, and he goes, you have three kinds of lies. You have lies, you have damn lies, and you have statistics. Good. <laughs> and we right. like stats, baby. <laughs> well, what Bill Maher said was not true. It's a distortion of the actual water use, the facts. I mean, so according to the Public Policy Institute of California, I started to, you know, Google on the internet because I was like, does, does right. agriculture really use 80%? That sounds right. like a lot. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. wow. Oh, and you mean waste 80%, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. always like Going into the ocean. Then I tell those people, don't eat our peaches. Don't eat our fruit if they're going to claim that. Go yeah. ahead. Right. Well, the statewide, well, what they, what happened was Bill Maher left out that 50% of the water use goes to environmental, you know, um, from the waters in the rivers, you know, protected by wild, uh, wild and scenic, you know, contain, maintaining habitat. Right. So really agriculture only accounts for 40% and urban use is 10%. But mm -hmm. when you take out that 50% of environmental use of water, you're left with 80% and 20% urban yields. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to me, I mean, he took the facts and he twisted, twisted it. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that's pretty common. Wow. That's a, I thank you for that because people need to right. hear that. People need to understand that, that there is, um, <clears throat> that's a quite, quite, quite a twist, right? Right. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, do we know, um, Let's see, do we know why we are wasting so much water or, you know, what we hear this, where we hear this thing that says that everything goes out to the ocean. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is true because we do let it. So if you look, I mean, we're so percent that water goes to environmental use. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so we are trying to save the Chinook salmon and the smelt Yeah, and they've been doing that for like what? 30 years and they've been unsuccessful. I don't even know. And I think according to Christy, I think Dina, I think she had stated on one of her posts um, on Facebook in the water conserve, she has a water post. Or whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so she had stated that I don't even think they may be extinct. So, I mean, there's, they, they've done some, they, they checked. I know. 
Um, but I just don't think it's doing any good. And if it's not doing any good for the fish and doing what the water is supposed to be doing, why do we continue? Why do we continue doing it? That's a great question. And you also got to look at the like 2017 and 2019. We had great water years. You know, the, the, the reservoirs were filled to the top. Okay. And they still didn't give farmers, you know, the water. Well, my question is, that. what's the deal? How, why have we not built containment facilities? I want to know about that. Like the collection of rainwater. Right. I think a lot of people want to know about that. <laughs> okay. Right. And this right. has been, this has been, this is, this is an old argument for 30 years. Okay. Even when I was a kid, this I was, I heard this and I thought nothing of it, but you know, here we are. So they don't want to put money into collecting the water and then they'll let it go to the ocean but then what are they planning for this area? Is it like they don't want us to have grow things? What is going on? It's so. Well, they're after the almonds. I think the, the almond farmers, they, and it's funny because, you know, almonds. Okay. Do give, you, me, okay. give me the scoop on okay. almonds. Cause everybody always says, Oh, those people down there, you know, they're growing the almond trees and they're sucking up all the water. Oh God. It's like the smelts. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, don't eat the almonds then. I mean, like, I always want to get on people. Well, they are, but you know, and the thing is, look at the, uh, look at the others, you know, look at pistachios, look at walnuts. They use a large amount of water too. There's not that much far off from an almond. So why are they just targeting the almonds growers? And yeah. you know, and almonds need a certain climate. And I know Spain grows a certain amount of almonds. And I know, you know, the San Joaquin Valley grows almonds mm -hmm. because it takes a particular climate. And we actually have that. Right. And there aren't very many regions that the almond tree can I think, grow in. I know. Same. Like we don't eat yeah. almonds. Everybody, like it's we in everything. don't drink almond milk. Yeah, you have Everybody, almond milk. We don't have almond oil. If you're gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need those almonds. Yeah. Wow. That's so, a, so you're saying that an almond tree pretty much is it's right up there with the walnuts and the pistachios. Pistachios are prized. Yeah. Prized. yeah. And it is a great protein for you too. I mean, yeah. You got wow. So they're using the fact that, or the assumption that almond trees just drink more water. So it's all the almonds fault. It's all Every almonds. time That's what I'm you get into this water wars discussion, uh -huh. it is so interesting because it seems to be that people on the coast, whatever, are always coming at us because they'll say the almonds are sucking the water and you guys shouldn't be taking as much water. When I always want to say, well, let's talk about what happened with Hetch Hetchy and how that was damned. And now all you guys are getting our water. Hetch Hetchy used to be as beautiful as Yosemite. It was oh, wow. the sister to Yosemite, but that's oh. been damned. But you know, it's kind of like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You got right. You got our water, but then they want to deprive us of our water. So I don't understand that, especially when the infrastructure on our water source and the systems and so, aren't even built well, up. Well, you have well, you have one almond. So one almond takes one point one gallon of water. Okay, well, one tomato takes three point three gallons of water. There you okay. go. Okay, one head of lettuce, three point five. I mean. And one almond, one sorry, one walnut, four point nine gallons of water. Wow! Wow! So they're breaking it down. Oh my God! So I do remember the previous administration had given us water, and then Newsom. Since we're talking about Governor Newsom here, <laughs> took it away. I think he vetoed it, or he took it away. I, I remember 
that happening. And I remember thinking to myself, that's the first time probably in, I don't know how many years, maybe 30 years, maybe 40, I don't even know. I'd have to look that up. We'd have to get some experts on here that we were actually going to have legislation where the water was going to be turned on for the farmers here in the Valley. So do you have any information on what happened with that? I would have to, I have to, I have to do some research. I don't know on that. Well, that's interesting. That is. I guess what here I'm looking at this. Um, basically, uh, I'm reading this here from the Desert Sun. It says that um, for too long, authorities have needlessly flushed millions and millions of gallons of fresh, beautiful, clean water from up north straight into the Pacific Ocean. Trump said at an event in Bakersfield, "It's nothing for the Pacific Ocean. It's nothing for the Pacific Ocean." You know what that means? Like nothing. Um, I guess Trump walked off the stage to, you know, you can't always get what you want. In a statement responding to Trump's decision, California Attorney General Xavier Becerra did not announce litigation, but did say California is prepared to challenge Trump's administration harmful attack on our state's critical ecosystems and the environment. Oh, I've got an article up here. And it okay. Looks like, what does yeah. it say? Oh, well, Trump was, uh, it looks like he was trying to re-engineer the state's water plants, which is exactly what we need. Yeah, right. right. Um, he completed a campaign promise to funnel the water from the north to a thirsty agriculture industry and growing population further south. The ceremonial order comes after the Department of the, of the Interior late last year reversed its opinion on scientific findings that for a decade extended endangered species. So this is when they're talking about the, the, the fish. Um, yeah, they were protecting the fish. So over. So that's how I got. Yeah, it. they, they use the fish. The, the environment. The Delta smelt yeah. thing. Well, we need to get uh, someone on here to talk to us about that. that was oh, absolutely. Issue. So we'll, we'll, we will table that for another time because we don't know enough about that Delta smelt issue. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to no. get some experts on here. But, 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 but almond farmers, I mean, for the past 20 years, they have actually reduced their water by 33, um, oh, by 33%. Wow. And they've actually increased their agriculture, too. So, so they've done what they needed to yeah, do. Yeah, so, so they, it's not like they're not. All this stuff. Yeah, I just think we're being fed a bunch of crap. Well, when I worked in Salinas years ago and I worked in the ag industry, uh, I do remember their water conservation efforts. Mm -hmm. And I do remember moving here 30 years ago, and I remember seeing the fields flooded. This is a sort of a technique to flood the fields, correct? Right. Because my understanding is the flooding goes into the water. And you recharge it. And it's recharging the ground. Yes. Exactly. So it's kind of a, a growing technique. But what I understand now is that a lot of the farmers have gotten really up to date on a lot of the conservation. Right. So because they care about their land and they, and they care about their products. So a lot of this stuff that they're talking about, I'm thinking a lot of it's old. And they keep bringing up this, they keep beating a dead horse about this area. Yeah, it, it's because we keep falling for it. So basically what I'm understanding too is about, oh, I know in 2017 that Governor Brown voted in this uh, water rationing deal. It's like 55 gallons. I think it is, but I heard like by 2022, he expects to get it down to, or at least Newsom expects to get it down to 50 gallons a day. 
and um, he's expecting everybody to adhere to that. And if you don't adhere to that, then you're fine if you go over that. Um, this is something that Californians have never had to deal with before in the past in regards to paying for water. And the thing is, is if people don't get involved yeah. and they do not vote yes on recalling him, that's what's going to happen today. But you, again, Emmy, what is your thought on this? Oh, I think that it's important because, I mean, right now they're picking on the almonds, right? right and they're right. controlling the water. Okay, well, who is it going to be tomorrow? Like you said, that they're, they want to start restricting um, people's use of water, you know? Right. And what's this idea that I hear that the farmland is being bought up? I'm hearing a little bit about that. Haven't you heard that, Holly? Oh, yeah. That people that uh, certain investors are coming in and... And I've heard this idea where they're taking, they yeah. want the farmland to be bought up. You know, then there, they, there's they, a lot going on, I think, with the farmland. I mean, and they're putting in solar, solar, because they're going to, I make a joke, what are you growing solar panels out here? And, you know, solar fields is what I'm understanding. And I can tell you years ago when I traveled to Peru, it was beautiful vegetables and fruits and everything. And we're talking South America. And I know that previous administrations have wanted to focus on importing all of the products. Mm -hmm. It's taken place with the flower industry and the fruits. Right. So yeah. is, th is I, this also another reason why you, because you feel. Yeah. I feel like it is my opinion. There's, they're going to start taking, I, it is my opinion that they're going to start taking things away. I mean, you go right now it's the almonds. Like then you said now it's people's water. Well, then what's next? Right. I mean, so let's say we do. Um, count on Peru to get all our foods. Let's say we get in a dispute with Peru. Okay. We well, don't get our food. We don't get our food. Or right. and and you can't, it could be a national security Why would issue, we even right? want to import anything when we can self-sustain right here? Yeah. Well, well, a number of the volunteers came to the booths and worked with us because they want their fruits and vegetables from California. Sure. They want the FDA to, you know, basically okay them. They don't know what's happening in other countries. I'm not negative on other countries. I'm sure the fruit is great yeah. but i'm just saying the produce the meat the dairy everything a lot of people felt like okay we can't we have to stop relying on other countries right also because i remember you said to me it could be a national security issue right. if something happens well don't you remember the pandemic right we couldn't get a lot of stuff right toilet paper right for one but like even the food supply exactly I mean, we, we found out during that, it was like, we thought we couldn't get a lot of medicine because of the pharmaceutical. So we kind of learned that it's the importance of having our own, growing our own things right. here. In our own state, in our own backyard. Right, is important. But also what happens to the family farms, the hundred year old farms that have been here? And they're also, gonna oh, they're going to be gone because then they're going to go yeah. after the taxes because I'm sure like, once you, you know, if someone passes and, you know, you're going to get to death tax. And that's another thing that he's yeah. doing. Yeah, there yeah. is death tax that he's doing, yep. He's taking I mean, people's family farms, yeah. you know, because of these taxes. Is it the inheritance tax? Uh, so I don't know exactly what tax it is, but, yeah, he's messing with that, um, with, with the family farms. He's making sure, they're, they're trying family to make sure. property in any way. So he's putting, taking away of life. For example, what about the people that work in these jobs to, you know, there have been years and years. Well, they would have to find new jobs because it's not just the farmers. It's the truck drivers who drive the produce from one sure, place to another. Everyone. It's the store people who get to sell produce. It's, you know, 
the people that worked in the factories. Right. I mean, the sheds, the sheds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, packing. the packing, yeah, the packing. Yeah. So it's he doesn't really care about. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, we we just learned that this has been an ongoing problem for the last 60, 70 years. I mean, the this water is not wars. new for California, right? From, from what I'm gathering. Yeah. Um, and there, I'm going to put that link up too, because I thought that was very informative on the process, what our water system process is here in California, yeah. how gonna... it gets distributed. And, and, and obviously there's so much money politics and corruption that are is involved with our water that's my opinion right and this is why it's such a mess and we haven't fixed it in the last 60 years come on right give us a break and then i think newsom just bows down to special interests like a lot of these environmentalists and you know one thing that people need to understand is we want to balance it's not that a lot of people there's a, a mistaken idea that you know, an independent or conservatives are not for the environment. That's a bunch of BS. Right. But That's we right. just want to balance. Yes. It because we have to want be... clean water for our kids. Of course. We want We're gonna need open it. green spaces for our children. We want rivers for children to play in. But we just need a balance. And, right. Yeah. And that's the thing. We want to work in concert, but it's like we're not working in concert. Newsom right. is not working in concert. No, no, and I think a lot of the farmers are willing to work because, like I said, I mean, in twenty years they cut back on their water by thirty three percent. That's a really that's we took you know we took steps. Mm-hmm. So we need the other side to also take steps as well. Right. I mean, right, exactly, yeah. right. Well, you know, we're up to a million here, and our population is growing every day. Yeah. So just in just in Fresno County, yes, and. And, and, and am I correct in this? Uh, do are we considered the breadbasket? Well, yeah, because we we I think California produces like ninety nine percent of the fruits and almonds here in the in vegetables. Yes, and vegetables. And we feed the I heard we, we feed the nation, and I also heard we feed the world. We feed the world. We feed like I think it's like twenty. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this, but I think it's like twenty five percent of the fruits and vegetables that we feed, or the that we the feed. nuts. That feeds the world, and let me thirty percent maybe for fruits and vegetables. So but still, we're contributing, right? right? Well, it's one th- we, and every state should contribute something, in my opinion. Yeah, right, right. Know. We're one third of the economy of fruits and vegetables. So I mean, right. Yeah, this it's is California. A huge deal. So if I you mean, take that out, two thirds come from the rest of the United States all over. But this is one area. You mentioned earlier the legislation that gets passed with some of these um, water controls and, and water irrigation and districts and stuff things. That. that i think is where we need to probably start heading towards you know um as far as recalling Don't oh i get that yeah so people oh, we need, need to pay more attention people, to legislators we, right yeah. we really do right well i think you're saying people in general because the, yes. the farmers have been paying attention for a right. while but people need to start really yeah waking up and That's getting right. involved and this is serious stuff. This is our yeah. water. Right. Very good. And I know farmers have been fighting and, and I get it, you know, but how can they continue to fight this system that's so corrupt? And, yeah. And I think, you know, Bill Maher had made, said like all farmers are part of big ag. That's not true. I mean, I we only have like about 20 acres. We're small. It's just right. a petite. I mean, we're not getting rich. You know, it's not... <laughs> Yeah, there's this myth. That's right. right. That all farmers are rich. 
you know, there's that myth that I hear, and it's not always the case. Yeah. People work hard. I'm not Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> or John, uh, Johnson Farms. You're listening to the Holly and Lily show right here on Recall Radio Podcast. Oh yeah, and another thing, I was reading this article where this 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 dairy owner out of Chino, uh, named Craig Gordon, uh, he describes himself as a lifetime Democrat who supports the recall. He says farmers are so scared of potential political retributions from the governor on water issues. He said when Newsom shut down the schools, he bur- he buried myself and hundreds of dairies across the state. Well, maybe because they needed the milk for the schools, right? Gordon had put up billboards along Highway 99 and Interstate 5 advertising the recall effort, but he was recently forced to take them down after a complaint was filed. So I guess he says agriculture is is definitely against um, Newsom, but they're scared to come out. Well, on the flip side, you've got this uh, wonderful company, and I guess they donated... $250,000 $250,000 to Newsom? Like, I don't even know. Wonderful. Who's that? Do you know? Do you know? I'll tell you who they are. <laughs> they represent Fiji Water. Oh, dang. Well, I used to like Justin Wind, but now they also... <laughs> Goodbye, Justin Wind. I'm going to have to find another one. That's okay. okay. Wow. Uh, palm Wonderful. You know, Palm Juice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here's one of my all-time favorites I used to love. Um, Halos. Oh! <gasps> And the wonderful pistachios. I'm crushed. But you know what? I that's okay because I can go down to the local farmers market. That's I can right. buy from my local farmers and get the fresh produce, and it's amazing. Yes. Buy direct. Yep. You know that's what? Awesome. Let's just buy local farmer stuff for now on, folks. That's I think ridiculous. so. Yeah. Let's support our local farmers. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Emmy, at the end of every show, we like to ask our guests. What was your most memorable moment while working the recall? And what was your most least favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I go, she's one? No, <laughs> you go both. Both. You go okay. one, whichever one you want to okay. know both. Yeah. Okay. Good and bad. Well, um, the good. Let's start with the good. Okay. Um, yeah, the good. that's oh, good. The good. Okay. Yeah, okay. let's do the good. Uh, you know, I got to meet a lot of people when I was collecting signatures. Um, I met one individual who was a young adult, and um, she had some personal issues, some personal demons. She was fighting bulimia mm. and anorexia. Oh, I and, remember that. I was with and, you. Yeah. 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 I remember her. And she would go, she was a gym rat. She would always say, you know, I'm a, you know, but the gym is what got her to be eating healthy again. And, 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 and it helped her mentally. Yeah. It was a mental escape for her. And the fact that we were shut down, it completely depressed her. Yeah. She couldn't go to the gym, you know, and that's where her support was. Her coworkers were the ones who helped her got health, help get healthy, mm-hmm. to eat correctly. And um, she wasn't and able to do that. And I remember she said, oh, you know, we talked to her for a while and we made her, you know, we, we listened to her. We did a lot of listening. We yeah. basically were psychologists out there. Right. Listen. That was part of, we were not trained, but we became therapists, yeah. psychologists. We were kind of you know, giving her therapy. Well, we just, we just listened to her, but she was really thanking us for what we were doing because it affected her because she didn't, she didn't have a car. She, um, she, you know, she, she didn't, I don't think had a lot of means of money. She said, 
but you know, and but it affected her. She couldn't go anywhere, and that was in New. So that made you feel good to be able to, yeah, yeah, because you know, here I am collecting signatures. So she, I was doing something. I didn't know it affected people on that kind of a level. Right. You know, I, I, I knew it helped people. I didn't know. That there were people yeah, that, that really struggling need, mentally and well, also you know, that emotionally people needed a gym to be open. That was yeah. funny. We, we didn't make that connection because some of us, well, physically, some of us <laughs> <laughs> don't really think about that as a gym, as a you know, it's right. an exhilarating I, experience. It's my goal. It's my goal. It's my goal too. <laughs> goals, goals. But you know, we it be, we became more empathetic. Yeah, and I think you were really good with that because I remember. I think she wanted to come work for us. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, she said, oh, I'll get you signatures. I'll go to the gym. And that was a, it was a good, it was, it was an eye-opening experience. Yeah. So yeah. it was empowering. It was, it yeah. was. And, uh, but there were many more that came out, but she, but she was a particularly, um, a, a girl that. Just stand out. That just, she, she stood, stood out. out stood right, out in my right. mind. And, you just can't forget that. Yeah. I, she, I can't forget her either. Mm. Yeah. So, so what was the worst? Right. Okay. I thought that was going to be a bad thing, but no, it turned out to be a really yeah, good thing. Yeah, you were yeah. able to help her through her day. Yeah. The good thing, oh, bad thing, we were out collecting signatures, and this is when they just started getting the vaccines. Oh, yeah. And we so, won't say where. We won't say where. But it had to do with the medical community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we were wanted to be polite. We didn't want to set up on the side and, you know, on the side of vaccines. We didn't, even though we could have because, you know, right. we, did, we wanted to be respectful. So we were on the opposite side of the street, you know, down a little bit of ways, but we had our tent and one of the medical staff, of a doctor, of a doctor, yeah, of a group, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Of a group came yeah. out and said, we should be ashamed of ourselves and basically called us terrorists. Yeah, we were terrorists. And, to be, and then we had to inform her that the sidewalks were open for anybody in our right. laws in here in California. Her. Yeah. And she didn't like that. Yeah, no, much. no, she was really, she what, was so mad at it. I remember what you said to her, you, you stood your ground and, I'm not and you said, excuse me, my daughter is not in school. I remember yeah. you and it is my right to be here. And do you know, it is your constitutional right here in California to sign the recall. I, I, I loved her. She was so with it and like, I'm standing here. Yeah, that was, that was quite an eye opener that. To, to be screamed. I mean, right. a, a lot of us were screamed certain things, but I had never been called a terrorist. Neither life. have I. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I mean, like, right. I, oh, and then, okay. And then in the meantime, there were people driving by like, thumbs up, man. And then <laughs> not only that, the most ironic thing out of this situation was there's they were in, we were in a medical area that shall not be named. And doctors came out in their white coats. Oh, my God. And handed us. Signatures. Signatures. And <laughs> yeah. Pages. And pages. They, pages. It was pages, pages signatures. And they turned around and they gave us the thumbs up and they said, you're doing the public service. That's yes. right. So it was crazy. Oh, that's awesome. It was crazy. So it kind of turned into a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it did. It did turn into a good thing. But <laughs> but that lady was not not happy at all. <laughs> right on. Oh. Right on. Well, that was awesome. Anyway, good job. All right. It was good to have you. Yes, thank you. Thank In fact, you. I think we went back though. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. The next day, we did go back. Yeah, that was an eye opener at how many, how much hate there was out there. Hate and love, and there was a point where we could sit there and we could see people. We could determine who was going to come and who was going to 
welcome come at us yeah. intensely. So yeah, no, it was awesome. So anything else you want to say? No, I, I really enjoyed working with Recall, and uh, it was a great experience to yeah. get involved. Um, I what know, would you tell people that are sitting around listening to this? You know, you don't have to do much to get involved. I mean, you can get involved a little bit, you can get involved, you know, or right. a lot. I mean, but I think it is important to get involved. I mean, we always think we'll let other people do it. But, you know, everybody else is saying the same thing. Right. And the bottom line is, is you just have to get up and do it. You have to. Because if we don't do it, we are going to lose our state. There's no more. There's no more waiting. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. It's now. It's now or never. It's now. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hey. Oh, oh. Gavin is about to go. Hey, hey. Oh, oh. Gavin is about to go. Bye, Gavin. Thanks for listening to Recall Radio Podcast with your hosts, Holly and Lily. To find out more on today's show, visit us at recallradiopodcast.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble. This show wouldn't be possible without the help of grassroots recall volunteers who are on the ground every day. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay in touch.